This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Settling in a new city can raise lots of questions. How does the bus service work? Can I join the local library? Where do I go to get advice on renting a home? Over the next half hour, the team from Citizens Advice Bureau bring you all the latest news and information of special interest to new migrants settling in Dunedin. Welcome to Resettling in Aotearoa with Citizens Advice Bureau. No mai, haere mai, ki ora, uh, ano, uh, um, welcome back to our monthly Resettling in Aotearoa show on Otago Access Radio. Koi ana toku ingoa, my name is Anna and I'm the manager at Citizens Advice Bureau uh, at Aote Dunedin. Um, our guest today is Adam Saversky, who is an approved legal aid provider for Employment Matters and a former volunteer at Citizens Advice Bureau here. Um, Adam will talk to us today about the legal aid system. Tēnā koe, Adam. Hello, thank you for having me. So, firstly, what, well, let's start with what, what is legal aid? Well, so legal aid is a, is a government-run um, system that provides people with uh, legal help and access to um, lawyers uh, where they can't afford um, their own representative. Uh, and it covers um, both the criminal and civil jurisdictions. And so there's two types, isn't there? Like you've sort of just mentioned. So there's criminal and then there's civil slash family. Yeah. So yeah. what is what what is criminal legal aid for? Or what you know, what what is that type for? Yeah. What does that cover? Yeah, so so criminal covers um any issue um where you could be facing up to um or more than six months uh in, in jail. Um that that's the, the baseline for it. And it's um it, it, there is um, there is um, facilities to uh, receive legal aid for um, any kind of issues that have a, a a sentence of less than six months, but they're by far the exception to the rule. So generally, mm-hmm. it's for for any kind of um, criminal issue um, that you could be facing a sentence of six months or more. Okay. And so then, um, and so the other one is the civil or family legal aid. Yeah, and that's a very that's a very broad area. Um, I'm um, a, a, a civil um, legal aid provider, um, and you know it covers um, everything from uh, employment, um, families also in, in there. Um, you, you've got um, debt recovery, um, a, a huge range of issues. Immigration as well. Uh, immigration is um, available um, for legal aid. Yeah. So when you just mentioned, because we do, do get a lot of separation stuff, so that would be once people had been through family dispute resolution and it was going to be in the family court and there were some issues that they needed. And yeah, absolutely. Were with the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where they need that representation in, in, in the family court itself, yeah. Okay. Um, actually, maybe just touch on immigration a little bit. What sort of situations would people be able to get legal aid? Yeah, sure. Stuff? It is um, again. There, there is limitations. So um, you know, it, it's it's used for um, situations where you may have to go to the uh, Immigration Protection Tribunal, um, or there's refugee issues. Um, it's not available to people on temporary visas. Um, so you either have to be um, on a permanent visa or a, a resident within New Zealand, um, or, or, and, and, or, or the former ref- or the former refugee, whatever that exactly. visa yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and also again, it is available for refugees as well. Yeah. 
Cool. And so um, applying for legal aid, um, talk a little bit about that. I think people assume it's always free, but that's not the case, is it? Yeah, and that's the biggest misconception with legal aid is it is it is a loan um, and it does have to be paid back. Um, so, um, you know, it is free to apply um, to, for, for legal aid, but once it's granted, then um, you have to um, consider that you will have to pay that back, um, that, that debt back. Um, you know, often um, it can be incorporated into a kind of settlement um, so if you've got a case, for example, I mean, the employment um, jurisdiction is a good example. So if you um, reach a settlement with that, you can you can incorporate the cost of your um, legal aid into that settlement um, so that you're not having to pay it back uh, in addition to you know, normal legal fees. Um, yeah, it's, it is, I think, one of the biggest misconceptions out there. That, that it is, you know, you do have to consider that. And, you know, you won't, it, as part of the application process, they will consider, legal aid will consider your ability to pay it back. Um, and, I mean, we can talk through some of the other issues that they face. Um, yeah. Yeah. So some, it, it, it may be possible, though, in some instances, is that right or that is that not right, that, that if you're on a really low income and you have no assets, that you may, in some circumstances, not have to pay anything, or is that not the case? That is, it is, but again, it's the exception to the rule. Right. So, um, you know, they have to be exceptional. Yeah, there is there is the ability for them to, uh, for legal aid to um, consider um, reducing or or um, removing that that debt. Um, Again, it is um, it is the exception to the rule. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so then I suppose let's talk a little bit about the eligibility. So you you do you don't have to be living in New Zealand permanently or be a citizen to be eligible, mm-hmm. but you are you will be means tested, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's the that's the biggest thing. Um, the uh, you know eligibility is based on um, your mostly based on your financial earning, um, mm-hmm. and um, and and what assets you own as well are included in that. Um, so, um, the, um, you know, when you apply, you have to be uh, open and honest about what uh, assets you own, the sources of income, whether that be from a, a benefit or from um, family or, or any kind of earnings at all. Uh, and then you'll be assessed against that. Um, there's um, different uh, thresholds. So, for example, um, if you've got uh, children, then um, the um, the limit is is increased, um, and depending on the number of children that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a an individual uh, adult, um, currently that you you know the the, the, the top mark is, is around twenty three thousand dollars a year gross. Yeah. It's not very high, is it? No, it isn't very high, um, which does limit. The um, you know access to, to legal aid, um, you know, it is quite a common again common misconception. Um, again, you know, there are there are um, exceptions, um, and you can apply for um, you know the legal aid um, if you fall outside of that um, that income bracket. Um, but again, um, it is the criteria are quite tough. Um, yeah. 
And so those three shoals have just increased. Is, is that what that, that amount you just said? Is that with the increase? That's with the increase, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it was before that, it was, you know, it, it was um, a bit lower. Um, it has increased, it does, which doesn't mean that there is a, a, a more people that can have access to it, but it's still not much. Um, you know, it, it's, we're talking about um, generally, you know, on the minimum wage um, or lower, you know, it, it, it's that kind of level. Yeah. yeah. So it's still, I mean, because even people on 50 or 60,000 cannot really afford a lawyer. So absolutely. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, absolutely. You know, and that is a problem. Yeah, um, so there's a bit of a gap there. Absolutely. And so you sort of touched on in special cases, you may you may get it get legal aid if even if you're over that income and asset limit. Um, yeah. Can you sort of give us um, any special circum example of a special circumstances that would be? Yeah, would make you valid for it, uh, or eligible for it. Well, there's there's some uh, areas, some um, some tribunals that um, that limit doesn't apply to, um, and they uh, generally involve um, you know children or vulnerable people, uh, mm -hmm. people with disabilities. Um, that, that that's where um, that access to justice, uh, I guess, it really needs to be reinforced, and the people have to have the ability to seek. Yeah, justice in those areas. Um, so those sort of specialist tribunals, like family violence, um, you know, health and disability, um, those those areas, um, that won't apply. Um, I mean, there are there are special cases where uh, you can um, seek to um, get it, even if you are above the threshold. Uh, again, it's kind of looking at your ability to to repay it and what your financial situation is. Yeah. Um, yeah, but again, it is the exception to the rule. Mm. So, you know, it could be like if someone had, was in a situation, you know, like with domestic violence or something where their actual income and assets is quite a lot, but they don't, they, you know, because they're separating that, they've got no income in that, right in that moment, Absolutely. something like that. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a really good example. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the other factors, I guess we sort of touched on that too, um, that they will consider when you apply um, or that may or may not affect whether you'll get it. Mm. Like there's so, a thing called reasonable ground. Yeah, yeah. And it can be, um, that can be quite, quite a tough area. So as part of the application process, um, the legal aid provider puts forward the, the case uh, and the likelihood of, of whether you'll be successful or not. Uh, um, and and so that gets uh, that gets included in in the um, in the application. And um, so if you've got a case that's you know frivolous or or you're unlikely to succeed at, um, you know, it, 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 you probably would not get granted legal aid in that situation. Yeah. Um, you know, you, it, there has to be this, this arguable case. This, this, exactly. You've got a point to, to make. Uh, otherwise, it's, it's wasting resources, um, very limited resources. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, as part of that application process, um, the legal aid provider will, will work with you to, to put forward that, the case and the reason why you you, you, know, you should be granted legal aid. Well, that makes perfect sense because otherwise you just everyone, get everyone, a lot of people just wasting time. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm just thinking about the chances of winning. So um, that will be employment, ACC, breach of a contract, stuff like that, defamation. Yeah. Relationship property. Yeah. They'll all go. But not not family court. Is that have I understood that right? Um, some aspects of yeah, yeah. So so yes, the answer is yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, but there are some aspects of the, of the family court that 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 reasonable grounds will apply to. Yeah, yeah. because I guess that's not necessarily a um, win or lose type situation, is it? It's more of a negotiation of what's happening. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, um, yeah. Sorry. It also, no, applies, no, it also applies to those other areas as well that we talked about. Um, so, involving children, yeah. um, young people, um, disability, um, mm-hmm. those, those areas as well. Yeah. Where people are sort of disadvantaged, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. If they couldn't get the help. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, when when might be some? Give me some examples of situations where people might actually be, be refused legal aid. Which I suppose um, you've so, covered a wee bit. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I mean I guess it's a situation where um, you know it's it's obvious that um, especially in a civil situation, civil um, jurisdiction, um, where you're bringing a, a, a you know a, a case against um, another party that is sort of does is a bit frivolous um, or vexatious, as the term I use in law, uh, where you're trying to um, you know make a point or attack the other person rather than enforce your rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. um, trying to think of one off the top of my head, but um, you know it would be it would be raising, for example, this going to, in, in the employment jurisdiction where they're raising a um, a claim in the um, employment relations authority, which just has very little standing at all. Um, you know, you're you're raising these issues um, merely to to make a point or waste the other party's time. Mm-hmm. Mm. And um, so that would also. They might it might be refused if if you've got a good case, but the other side has limited money to pay. Um, yeah, that that is a, another factor that's that's taken into consideration. Yeah. Um, I, I guess you'd call it criteria. So yeah. so when you're looking at the case, yeah, yeah. And um, also, if you have other options of ways to complain that don't really need to go. Like Absolutely. a disability commissioner or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mediation. Um, yeah. Other other kind of third party kind of uh, you know, options. Yeah. And also, if you haven't repaid a previous legal aid. Previous debt. Yeah. Again. Yeah. yeah. That's that financial uh, aspect that they take into consideration. So yeah. they'll be looking at you know whether there's a res due or, or um, other other debts um, that haven't been paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's, so there's another charge on on that, the user charge. Yeah, the user charge. Um, it does seem like an odd little thing. It's like a, it, it's $50. Yeah. Um, and it's paid, your your um, agreement is with, with the government, with legal aid. And then legal aid will then um, pay, usually in, in fixed fee form, the provider but this um this user charge is uh, is a 50 dollars charge that gets paid directly to from you to the to your lawyer or legal or legal aid provider 
Um, and I guess, you know, from a policy perspective, it's, it's there to um, just ensure commitment to the process um, that you're not wasting resources and time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess it encourages people to look for other alternative ways of resolving, like through mediation or small claims or stuff. Too, Absolutely. I yeah. 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 Um, and that that is the only payment that your lawyer can receive directly from. Yeah. The person. From you, from the from yeah. the person applying. Yeah. Everything else yeah. is done via um, legal aid. Um, yeah. And I mean that charge doesn't apply in some circumstances, as we discussed. Those kind of um, where that natural justice or, or access to justice is, is sort of required. So we're talking about um, you know uh, d- domestic violence matters, um, intellectual disability, uh, yeah, things like that. Yeah, mental health. Yeah. Waitangi Tribunal. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, refugees as well. Um, refugee yeah. matters. And, um, yeah, children, yeah, domestic mm-hmm. violence, yeah, same things, yep. Okay, so um, if Legal Aid Services accepts your application for legal aid, they decide how much legal aid you get and how much you have to pay back? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and that'll be laid, laid out in the, in the communication you get from legal aid. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it depends on um, the, uh, the case. Um, you know, the jurisdiction, uh, the facts, your income, um, a lot of factors. But it, and right at the start, they may not be able to know, because isn't it going to be determined slightly on how long it takes? And, like, it, yeah, can they tell is, you that, is it a fixed amount at the start? Uh, well, you, you, there, there is this, this fixed fee schedule, which basically lays out um, what each step will cost. In right. terms of of you know the legal aid, so you can sort of get an idea from the from the outset about how much it's going to cost um, by looking at the sort of fixed fee um, schedule, yeah. and but that goes be, you know, that, yeah. But it will sorry. be based slightly on how many hours are involved once it's in court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with the criminal jurisdiction and and, and yeah some others, yeah. but generally um, it is they've moved to this fixed fee kind of approach um, rather than just um, and you know by the hour. Okay. So, um, so you get all that information in a letter with your application, and Mm -hmm. it will tell you about how you have to start making repayments and everything. So it's all Mm -hmm. so people are well informed before it goes ahead. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, And and what about if people? Sorry. No, you go. No, no. I'll just say, and your legal aid provider should talk through uh, all this as well. Um, to make sure that you're fully informed. Um, yeah. You know, the thing is with legal aid is it is, it is the process is detailed. You provide, provide a lot of information, um, but you really need to be uh, understand about what legal aid is and means and the consequences of it. Um, yeah. yeah. And what do, what what do people do if they have problems? Then sort of once they've agreed to it all and they've signed it and everything, and then they have problems actually paying it back. What happens? Yeah, it was a um, so the legal aid service does have, um, you know, the ability to, to review um, the, the repayment um, scheme and um, the fees, and so so it's about it's about have contacting legal aid uh, and having a conversation with them. Um, they they have the ability to consider changes in circumstances, um, and and they can reduce uh, and in some rare situations remove um, that requirement, the repayment requirement. Yeah. 
And there's a, a group that or that manages that, who have a contact number. If people need to um, get in touch with them, that must be managed sort of separately from the, the whole system. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all, all, all this information is available on the, the Legal Aid government website. Yeah. Um, and, and with the contact numbers and, and details. Yeah. Um, and you can, if you've got, having, experiencing serious financial hardship, apply to have some of it written off or cancelled. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, you know, they have that They have that flexibility. Um, again, it's, it's, it's a process that you, you go through uh, and then Legal Aid will consider, you know, all the key factors um, and, look at, and look at everything um, before making the decision. And I just noticed that also if you apply for legal aid for a protection order, you don't have to repay it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's certain areas again. Those, those, um, those high risk areas or areas where you know, um, you know, the public good is is important. Um, yeah, where where you don't have to repay. Again, they're very specific. Yeah. Yeah. So, can you tell us um, about how Legal Aid works for you personally in your work at Wilkinson Rogers in um, in relation to employment, which is your area, or or, or any yeah, other sure. matters that your form, firm provides Legal Aid for? Sure. So, we will get, um, with uh, so just from the outset, there's, there's, in the criminal criminal jurisdiction, um, you, you are assigned a criminal uh, a, a Legal Aid provider, whereas in the civil uh, and family jurisdiction, you can pick. Who you want to use, okay. um, and you can access um, legal aid providers on the um, Ministry of Justice um, Legal Aid website. You can search for your region, area, and the and the, the legal area that you want a provider, and it will list them with all the contact details. Um, so you know we get um, a lot of clients who have just searched or have been referred from other agencies, PNG uh, Law or. Um, you know, other, other um, public agencies like that. Um, and we will have a discussion about their situation in the case. Um, and, you know, we look at the merits of the case. Um, and, and then it's a matter of going through the application process. Um, and that is about gathering information. So you need to provide um, evidence of financial income, uh, assets, um, your partner, if you've got a partner, your partner's details. Um, and any assets that they control as well, uh, details of your children. Um, and so we collect all that information up and then you will um, sign the document and um, we will send it off to Legal Aid. And Legal Aid have a really quick turnaround, so they review these pretty quickly and they'll come back with an answer um, about whether Legal Aid has been granted or not um, relatively nice. quickly. Yeah. And so just um, if, if listeners needed further support, how can they reach out or contact you or find information on what is that? Do you know what that website is off the top of your head on legal aid or lawyers in Dunedin? Um, off the top of my head, I don't, but you just have to Google legal aid lawyers um, and it's the first web search that, that comes up. Yeah, um, perfect. And, and then it's just, a, I think there's another drop drop down bars that you can select your, you know, your region and what jurisdiction you're looking at whether it's a family or civil criminal yeah. um and it'll just come up with a, a list um and contact details for all of them and you just pick, pick one off the list nice yeah and also um listeners remember that you know here at citizens advice bureau we'll be able to find like if you have a, a, um digital 
access issues or anything, we can we can always point you in the right direction of that information if you if you need to find it and you know help 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 you to know and understand how that works. Um, so yeah, thank you, um, thank you for um, to to Otago Access Radio and Jeff for hosting us today and for our listeners um, for tuning in and uh, Namihi Kaakoi Adam for joining us today um, and sharing very useful and relevant information about legal aid. Um, again, yeah, so Dunedin CAB is available on 4716166 if you want to get Dunedin direct. There's also a free phone nationwide number 0800367222, which may not be answered in Dunedin, but it is free from any mobile or landline. Um, or you can see us at uh, 155 Princess Street in Rogers House. Um, just give us a call first just to check that the shift on um, is, has, has availability to see you and there's not already someone here. Um, we've also got a website, www.cab.org.nz, for answers to thousands of questions. And there's a community directory on there with over 500 local services and organisations. Yep. And you can follow us on Facebook too. So thank you, everyone. Enjoy, and, uh, enjoy the rest you. of your day. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.